Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey there, Good Place fans. We are having the time of our lives here, or should I say the bear me of our afterlives. We're talking about the fifth episode of season three, Employee of the Bear Me. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the AfterBuzz TV Good Place After Show. Welcome. Everything's fine. You've made it to the good place. Yes. <laughs> and, of course, I'm Elena Jordan. And I would not be here having the time of my life. It would not be a true good place if I was not joined with some of my favorite panelists. Mary Lou Mandel, always showing us how to do... Yeah! If you guys are a filmmaker, be sure to check out all of her amazing filmmaking tips. She will show you how to make filmmaking on the fly. Of course, with her great show, Filmmaking on the Fly. (laughs) Mary Lou Mandel. Hi! And of course, our Tahani, a.k.a. our Matani, Better than Tahani is our Matani. Shiksa Matani is yes. here in the house. Thank you. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yes. And you can also hear her beautiful voice on The Voice after shows. Oh yes. Uh, but what did you guys think of this episode, episode number five, Employee of the Barami? I love any time we get to go to the bad place. Yeah. Like, anytime we get to see what's happening there and then now seeing... Uh, like Jason going back for a second time. You know, it's like we get to revisit. And it's like how our main folks interact in the bad place is just always fun for me to see. I loved this episode. This was, I think, my favorite episode so far. Ooh. It was, There was just so much going on, and it was different to what we're used to because they're in the bad place, and you have different people in charge, different things going on. So it was fun to watch. Ah. I agree. I agree. I loved this one. So be sure to stick around for the whole episode because not only will we be breaking down all of our favorite parts of this episode as well, but at the end we also will be given our predictions. And I have to say, shout out to you ladies for being 100% on point with all of your predictions so far. Props, props. (laughs) Um, I wasn't here the past couple weeks, so I have to say to you guys, you you have really, really been on point with all of your predictions. Between the two of us. Yes. (laughs) And also Samantha, who is not able to join us this evening, but will be back next week, too. So shout out to you, Samantha Jacobs. She'll be back next week. And then we also have some news and gossip for you guys as well. And our special segment talking about a couple of the little production design elements thrown in that we like to call for your reference. Uh, But, right now, let's dive right into the episode. This one was kind of structured a little bit more of just an A storyline and B storyline than how we've seen in the past. Um, Some of these have been really broken up by all four characters. We've had a multitude. I liked part of the simplicity of this one. Of We have Eleanor, Tahani, and Chidi in the good place, and then we have Jason with Michael and Janet in the bad place. So let's talk first about what's going down in the good place. Derek. 
He's oh, the best. <laughs> I love Derek, him so much. always Bless out here Derricking things up. Just it's so not Derek right now. <laughs> what did you think about the scene of Derek plunging himself to death and this kind of back and forth? Because we have it set up that Derek with his Scrabble tiles and his fancy glass, since Janet isn't here, is now going to have to run all of the good place mm-hmm. while we send the uh, the humans away to the lake house to get away while he's doing this. Did you think he was going to succeed? And did you think that the plunging was going to work? Well, yes and no. I'm, I'm glad that they did it the way they did because like, the, every time uh, like the Janet and Derek tried, or somebody's trying to kill them, they plead for their life. And they're like, I don't feel anything, but they plead for their life. So it's yeah. the first time we've seen like a, a self-destruct. Yeah, it is. Right? It is. And the fact that he's a, a Derek and that he would have to like convince himself to like look away, just look over here and then do it. Like it was amazing because I think I don't think a Janet, a good Janet would be able to do that. He you was Derek extracted? Yes. Because I think he's so like simple in his in 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 comparison to a Janet. Yeah. Like, good Janet would not be able to, like, trick herself. I feel like that would be interesting to see Janet in that yeah. scenario because I don't know how she would be able... I don't think she'd be able to do it. Mm-hmm. That's Well, maybe, because maybe. she might be able to put aside the fact that she she might be crying the whole way there, yeah. but she knows that that's not real. What about a bad Janet? A bad Janet would, like... A bad Janet, I think, wouldn't even care. I think she, she would just be like, I'll just do it, you dick. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair <laughs> but yeah, that is interesting. I want to see like Janet play chess against herself mm-hmm. because it's like the yeah. battle, especially since she's the most evolved Janet of all of the Janets. Yeah. The only thing about the Derek situation that I didn't understand was Tahani was the one who came up with this idea of okay, you get more evolved every time that you die and are rebooted. So let's just keep rebooting you to make you a little bit more advanced. Why didn't they just keep doing that for the past, like, you know, every night? Uh, yeah, just, just this whole yeah. time. Why did they just keep, when Derek first did his full thing in the sky, when he's like, oh, I have been derek Yeah. Like, why didn't you just go continuously reboot him and be like, look, level Derek, up. we're doing this until you, yeah, <laughs> level up, level up, level up, level yeah, up. That's a good point, actually, because it, there's a benefit from disrupting uh, either a janitor or Derek, and I guess because they associate it with killing and they don't want to kill the Janet or the Derek, but you're right. There's, it's good to do it. Well, they, and they, they also don't know the long-term effects of something yeah. like that. You know, where that's fair. Yeah, we're that's like, true. yes, we're noticing that, but we only know that now from our current Janet. But we've also known she's had trouble kind of doing some things because she's had humans in her void and things like mm-hmm. that. That's a good point. So we don't know long-term effects. That That's is a good point, true. especially because Derek is his own thing. We've never had a Derek before. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the first time that we've had a Janet evolved enough to create mm-hmm. a being who then can help create the butts of other beings. Yeah. If not the <laughs> beings themselves, he at least can create some butts. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I've got to say, though, just going back to just Derek taking over the neighborhood, I thought it was amazing. It was such a cool way to... To see something different, you know? He's such a funny guy. And to see him freak out and then find a way to fix it was really amazing to see. And Tahani helped out by telling him what to do. Even though she felt like she was not helping this episode, she actually kind of was. Which I thought was pretty cool. Um, It was just funny to see all the people fall when he died. Too. Yeah. Right? I liked watching that? Eleanor punch out that one guy as he was yes. like, you're being rebooted up. Hi there. 
Yeah. And what I was lo- that I noise? It was a horse, a regular horse. <laughs> being no, not a unicorn. In the head. <laughs> Tahani, calm down. But I do love like when Tahani had the idea of it. She's like, don't, shouldn't we reboot you? Like, I thought they would go together or she'd be like, oh, let me go do this. And he's just mm. like, okay. Yeah. And went and did it because he just does. It does. was interesting to me that Tahani has kind of become dynamic wise when we're looking at these two groups. She's kind of the Jason of this group. Mm-hmm. Like she keeps, she has the best intentions, but she keeps kind of messing things up, which, you know, we've seen a little bit from Tahani, especially mm-hmm. when we saw her full fledged breakdown and the, the reboot when Eleanor was given the best person sash and everything. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time that we've seen this serious, serious insecurity. To the point that she's like, look, I don't think that I'm really contributing to our overall goal mm-hmm. and our overall purpose. And the more she tries to help, the worse it gets. Yeah. So, and she's not questioning her worth in comparison to her sister in like fame and like superficial things. Mm-hmm. She's like questioning her worth to a team. And she's yeah. like, mm-hmm. I want to be better for my team, not better for accolades. I like that she's becoming more competitive with herself. Even when she did have that moment where she's like, well, Eleanor, you're running the whole neighborhood. Like, she's still somewhat pitting herself against where she thinks she should be with everyone else. Mm -hmm. But it is more of a situation where it's a self-growth situation Mm -hmm. where she's saying, you know, all I ever did on Earth was throw parties and they were frivolous and meaningless. But I like that Eleanor points out, look, what you're doing now, even though it is, Mm -hmm. it's tapping into the skill set that you already have, don't assume because what you've had in the past, and we see this echoed again with Michael, don't assume that these practices that were the same that you did in the past, but were for not good reasons, diminishes the work that you're doing now that is the same work, but now for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. So therefore it carries more weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was this whole moment, that whole scene was really cool because you're seeing growth in both characters, right? Because Tahani um, is realizing that party planning is not enough. She's not helping people. And before, go all the way back to season one, that's all she was about. She was so excited just to do that. And that gave her, I mean, that that's what made her happy versus now she's questioning that, which is kind of cool to see. Then you have Eleanor, who's now being, she's the one giving the pep talk. Yeah. And trying to boost her self-esteem up and trying to, you know, make everything run smoothly. So it's it's nice because... Like we've said in the past, they are the real four, mm-hmm. um, not the new four or new three. But so we're still seeing the growth in all these characters, right? Yeah. I love that too, even when Eleanor is like, those are the four most important humans in the universe, which is why I trust you with them without even seeing herself. That it's like, no, you're one of the most important mm-hmm. humans in the universe. Like, what you're doing is yeah. what really counts. So I love that they have this kind of different levels of everything being a microcosm for something bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love to Cheaty in this episode. What did you guys think about Cheaty? Oh my gosh, he's just like so cute when he's so excited about the puzzle because it just reminded me of like any time I'm in an escape room and I'm yeah. like, yes! <laughs> Is that a clue? <laughs> Huh? That's I me. Uh, yeah. I think that that's part of why I like you so much, yeah. Mary Lou, is you make me think a little bit of cheating, yeah. and I just love you have cheating, that cheating so in you. much. Yeah. Like, I can see you definitely. Like We're like, we've got some clues, and they're hidden all around the studio. you just be like, ooh. Yeah. I, like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I love cheating, too, in his typical cheating fashion. He's like, oh, it's great because it's fun, and it's like homework. Win-win. Yeah. It's like, God, you cute little dork. Yeah. <laughs> he can't swim. He can't do... 
any of the water sports. He's scared of everything. everything. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. This was one thing that I thought was interesting, though, because Eleanor, even later when she's talking to Chidi, kind of plays it off where she kind of has taken, you know, the Michael role, how he has done to try to fix things and manipulate the situation to act like it was all part of the plan. But it's saying, you know, we knew all this about you, Chidi. So this is a special solo mission. Did you guys think that it was odd, though, that Eleanor didn't think the foresight of, oh, wait, Chidi does hate all of these things? Mm -hmm. There is a possibility that he might not go? Because as soon as she said that in the episode, I was like, she knows him better than anyone else in the Mm -hmm. world. Why would she... I mean, maybe she was just thinking because Simone was going, he would want to go, but... But, like, they designed this to where they, the, the lake house scenario should have been enticing for all yeah. of them. But that one was still scary for him. Mm-hmm. And, like, they would have known. So I that that raised a flag for me, too, where I'm like, oh, like, we would have known he wouldn't have yeah. gone. It yeah. seems like he would have enjoyed just hanging with the gardeners, you know? Well, do you think just she felt overwhelmed and she was trying to handle all this stuff with good Janet being gone and Michael being gone? And maybe she just felt overwhelmed and that just makes sense, it, yeah. And was just know? like, here, let's see if this works. They are kind of just throwing things at the wall to see what sticks at this point because yeah. there's no real plan. They're just kind of weighing yeah. it and figuring it out, especially with Cheaty being a whole wrench thrown into the mix that they weren't expecting. What did you guys think, though, about – and I love Simone. I have to shout out, too, um, to Kirby, who plays Simone. Today is her birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> They posted a little thing about it and said she has one of the coolest brains we know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, shout out to you, Kirby. Yeah. You do an amazing job as Simone. Um, and I loved I loved her when they were talking about the gardeners, too, when we have our horrible, horrible man yelling, suck it, gardeners. And she's like, I don't think that's the first time he's yelled that. <laughs> <laughs> he's so comfortable with demeaning yeah. other people. Yes. But what did you think about that scene where Simone kisses Chidi and welcomes him, and then he's even happier, and we see just that look on Eleanor's face, that drop. Yeah, that was so sad. And especially because we just had that moment where Chidi said, yeah, I do trust you, Eleanor. Mm-hmm. So that was so heartwarming. Like, okay, we get to see a little bit of what we love, and then Bam! He goes and kisses Simone, whatever. Mm. You know, yeah, it sucked. Yeah, but we're, we're seeing Eleanor kind of, like, understand the greater good. And, you yeah, know, she, she didn't, like, have a meltdown. Yeah. She's like, wait, I have to go actually mm-hmm. deal with my friend here who's having problems understanding her place. So it's, like, yeah, sad, but, like, I got bigger fish to fry. I got other things to deal with. Which, again, shows how much she's growing. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially right? when you look yeah. at season one, how she was the most selfish character. Yeah. And that was the whole thing, was that she was so selfish, she wouldn't even sit with her friends at the movies, you know, mm-hmm. like, so she could keep her own points, to now being so selfless and so self-sacrificing. It's it's a really, really big jump, but it is hard because in most love triangles, there's the clear where you're like, oh, well, Eleanor and Chidi, like, they're, they're true soulmates. But Simone is just so dope that you're like, yeah. man, this makes it hard because Simone is so awesome. Yeah. I do kind of love that they have that, though, and that they have these two women that aren't, even though they are technically competing for a man, they're not actually competing yeah. for a man. We mm-hmm. see, which we don't see a lot on television because a lot of times we see this dynamic where women are pitted against each other. So I love that the show doesn't bring that. It's all about you know, Eleanor supporting Tahani and vice versa, mm-hmm. and then even supporting Simone. 
Yeah, because even Eleanor's like, but Simone is so great. Of course he's going to love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she can't hate him because he doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. So you're in that weird position where it is what it is. There's nothing you can really do about it. Yeah. And she's forced to push them together even. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I liked how we didn't see Simone going crazy this episode. Well, I yeah. Chidi's kind of tamed her down a little bit. Although I enjoyed watching her go crazy. But... <laughs> Yeah, she's a little bit more tame now. Mm-hmm. Um, I did I did think that it was... I mean, I, I know why they had this where they didn't put too, too much in it because you can't overload it. There's only so much time in each episode. But I do wish, especially since it was on her birthday, that it would have been a little bit more of Kirby in the yeah, episode. But that's fair. Still, still. Yeah. I'm not hating on the episode. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but then the second part of our episode, kind of the, uh, the other side of our coin here is our group at the bad place. Before yes. we dive into that, though, do you guys have any last thoughts on our uh, our trio in the good place? Oh, I just, like, going back to the relationship between the, the females, like, specifically, like, Eleanor and Tahani, I just, like, I love that they're not at, at odds with each other. You know, they're that and, like, the relationship with, like, Simone in there, and she doesn't even know she's part of this stuff, you know? That she... It's just like the women relationships together and we're not seeing cattiness. There's like mm-hmm. opposition. Mm-hmm. There's conflict, but it's not cattiness. I know. And that's cattiness. true. That's very true. I love true. that. So I, just, I love it. It's what makes it the true good place. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. And all of the puns, because I have to say shout out to Tahani's Better Lake Than Never. I was yes. like, I want those napkins. Somebody get <laughs> ah, me a napkin yes. that says Better Lake Than Never. Yeah. Send it to the AfterBuzz Studios. Yeah, and we then Tahani knowing where the little spoon goes, or the what is the it? Whatever the, the whatever spoon. The whatever spoon is really only used for festive jellies. <laughs> Do you guys realize that this time, this is the first time that it's only humans running the good place? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, Derek doesn't really Derek. count. I mean, he doesn't humans count. and Derek. Yeah, <laughs> and Derek. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really just the humans trying to figure out the good place. Good place, you know. That is an interesting point too. Yeah. That right now they're basically on their own, and they're. Holding it together. I mean, everybody's passing mm-hmm. out, and yeah. you know when they're being rebooted. But still, they're making it work. There's they're making a crisis, it work. and they're doing something they're about it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And it's good. Like <laughs> even when Tahani is like, when she's like, "Look, you gave us a way out. You didn't fix things. You made things difficult in a new way." And she's like, "But the point is, I did something." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to do something that's going to make your life a little bit better, and also make our lives a little bit better, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Go ahead. You know you want to. We love talking to you guys here about all yes. of our favorite shows at AfterBuzz TV. So the way that we get to do that is from all of your support. So give us those thumbs up. Give us those five stars. Give us that uh, like, that retweet, that comment, that subscribe. All the good things that you can do on the internets. Click around. I'm pretty but... sure it gets you points for the good place. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Every time you subscribe to an AfterBuzz TV channel, that's five good place points that will help you in your afterlife. We're verifying it right now. It's 100 percent true. Yeah, and we've even, we've actually gotten help from our friends that are out in the comments telling us about the 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 show. What is it called? The selection. The, the selection. selection, which was wonderful. So thank you guys for sharing yes, that with thank us. You. If you've got other tidbits for us, just let us know because I'm into it. That was fun to watch. It. Not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if the- you don't know what we're talking about, that's a web series called The Selection that is based off of The Good Place. We'll go ahead and we'll throw that in our uh, comments at the bottom as well for you guys. And we'll tweet it out, too, after yeah. the show for you. Um, guys, we have a couple people in the comments. Oh. Ivan's saying that he uh, wants Eleanor and Chidi together. 
Carrie L. Lou, 744, says she wants, um, she's saying, why do you hate Simone and not Eleanor? I'm just curious. We don't hate Simone. Oh, yeah, we don't hate Simone. We, we don't just, hate Simone at yeah, all. Or we, Eleanor. We don't hate any of the women. Yeah, we no. just want Eleanor to be the Chitty. That's we it. ship the Chitty and Eleanor. Yeah, that's all. Exactly. We ship them, but, you know. Like, or boat them, because it's a lake house. Oh, yes. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about a uh, different form of transportation. A little railroad. <laughs> I don't even know what those are called. The I like little know. I don't know. Yeah. The whatever. Whatever Michael the and yeah, the little trolley, the trolley basically. Yeah. This is their own trolley problem yeah. <laughs> that they have now. Um is we have Michael who is going to go with Jason to rescue Janet from the bad place. Guys, this whole dynamic, I'm like, Manny Jacinto, I'm just like, I love you. I love mm-hmm. you so much. Everything mm-hmm. you do is perfection. Jason is amazing. What did you guys think about this dynamic of Jason now getting his memories back? Because, as Michael said, he gave Eleanor and Tahani all of their memories, but he's been holding back for Jason. And was there a reason why? Was it just not to overwhelm him? And that's what I wanted to ask you guys, because Michael said, for obvious reasons. And to mm-hmm. me, I was like, well, what are those obvious reasons? Because I don't know why. Is it mm-hmm. just because Jason isn't that smart? It doesn't seem like... Like, not essential? Yeah, and but... it also is like, because he immediately forgot most of it. So, <laughs> I think maybe it was because later we see him say, when he's talking about the high school, and he's like, ah, it's difficult for me to go back to high school, and also because they crushed it into a cube... And Michael's like, let me just, remind me to erase your high school yeah. years. Jason's had a rough life and hasn't even realized how rough it is. Yeah. So maybe he's kind but, of helping. Michael is trying to help by taking the memories away. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but I don't think that he gives um, Jason enough credit. I've been saying this since the beginning. Jason's actually kind of smart. He has his moments of clarity where he figures things out that other people just don't. So I don't think it's fair to say, what well, to treat him like a, child, mm-hmm. basically. Like, I'm gonna control I don't what know, you can. though. Last no. time he was there, he did throw some Molotov cocktails and made yes. some stuff get real rough, so. Which is so fun, because I just rewatched that episode, like, three <laughs> really? days ago. And he's like, Jake Jordles! Yeah. That, yeah, that was his crazy. name. Yeah, it was he's so crazy, wonderful. But That's so yeah, funny. but he's crazy, but I don't think we should be treating him like a child. You know, he is an adult, and we should treat him as such. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Yeah. Hot take. Yeah. Hot there take. I like there it. <laughs> I do like that they, right at the top, confirmed that it was the Vicky was in the bad place yes. in the Michael suit. Yes. Because we were still up for debate. We were I not still was sure. questioning yeah. I thought that that was going to be more of a thing. I thought mm-hmm. that that was, since this was kind of the initial twist, and since this was kind of a little bit more of a predictable twist, it was one that we kind of picked mm-hmm. up on earlier I think they are going to have a bigger twist at the end. So I am kind of mm. glad that this wasn't still playing into which one is it? This yeah. is the twist. That's true. Like, yeah. let's move on from it. And I love, too, the yeah. demon con thing. Because anybody yes. who's been to any convention, especially with, you know, the good place being so big at Comic-Con. Yeah. It was just funny to see the, the convention references when they have demon con yeah. and the presentation oh on stage. The production value. So good. Yeah, yeah, I know. That was amazing. I think that was my favorite part of this episode. The production value yeah. at Demon Con just gets better every year. Oh my gosh, I love that demon. <laughs> He's my favorite, the yeah. big fire demon. Yeah. That's what I thought was so funny when Michael was like, you won't like me after you see what a horrible demon, like what I actually look like. And I'm like, I don't know, fire demons are pretty dope. Like, like yeah. they're probably amazing. I was I hoping to like see I'd be Michael. I'd cool tentacle monster. I wouldn't be that upset with it. I'd be kind of on board, but... Yeah. 
Oh, well, whatever. Maybe one day we'll see Tentacle Monster Michael. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> um, but what did you guys think of this idea that he had where he's like, okay, I know they have a demon suit of me and Vicky's in it, so I'll just be like, hey, I'm Vicky, I'm a total munch. And everyone <laughs> will be like, yeah, of course, that makes sense. And then bringing in Jason, did you guys, because I personally was a little apprehensive, especially when Janet was brought out, that something was going to go awry. But that wasn't part of his plan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. I thought you just had a bad plan. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Uh, Jason just calling it out. He's so good. But, what did you think of this? Did you think that there was going to be, a, the, that it was going to play out the way that it did with with uh, Janet recognizing Jason immediately? Or did you think that that was going to be somewhat of an issue? I thought that drunk Janet was going to end up calling them out. Saying, you know, like, because drunk Janet's been dealing with Vicky in the Michael suit. And if, you know, she would just be like, this is real Michael. What, what are you yeah. about? I, not that she would catch on so quickly of like, yeah. oh, these are my people. I feel terrible. I thought she was going to call them out because, you know, I've definitely been drunk and be like, this person's lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, well, so I was impressed by Jason. Honestly, the fact that he picked up on it and mm-hmm. he did it, uh, I for a second thought he wouldn't and he'd give the whole thing away and then he's the one who kind of gave the code to Janet by saying girl I'm not a girl yeah. so cute so cute I love that that's their thing is the, yeah. and that's how he identified the bad Janet is I love you girl not a girl yeah and and, and Janet picked up on it and then she knew immediately these are the real people you know I love that they have their yeah. own little code word basically yeah exactly and I did love too that that they point out that Sean's like, all right, you went a little overboard with the uh, cheekbones here. Yeah. Like, he really does have perfect cheekbones. And whenever they have his hair done up and bad play style, it really does show. So I was like, okay, extra props for that shot. <laughs> yes, definitely. That was it. Those thirst tweets for for uh, for him were all about I cheekbones know, and arms. Right? Everyone's losing that, which, fair, fair. Yes. Um <laughs> What you guys think, though, now that they have escaped and they've shut down this bad place portal so that the bad place can't come after them to get them, do you think that the bad place is now going to, and I don't want to get too into predictions, but do you think that they're going to have a way to kind of circumvent this flaw? Because now it seems like everything's a little bit too perfect because mm-hmm. they're coming back. Janet's The good Janet's going to be able to take over uh, all the group is going to be united again, but we're only on episode five, so yeah, clearly something big is about to be a turning point. Yeah, well, Billie Jean Girl told us uh, in the comments here that the railroad handcart was the, uh, the thing railroad handcart. Thank you. Thank you. So they're escaping in this railroad road handcart. They don't know what they're getting into. And, yeah, so Janet's going to come in and be like, whoop, fix everything up. Now it's going to be about the bad place figuring out their next way or activating their next insider mm-hmm. issue. Like, I feel like they've set multiple layers of minds to deal with them. Yeah, I like that they're moving on from this already because it could, they could have dragged this out a little bit more. But that's one of the beauties of this show is that they don't linger. They just... They move things along. They really just show fast. us hour 52 of 4,000. They don't show yeah. us all 4,000 hours of exactly. the presentation. <laughs> Basically, yes. They're Can you still... imagine sitting there for 4,000 hours? Dear goodness. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I'm really hoping the judge comes in. 
I just Honestly. love Maya Rudolph. I think that is such a good point. We have not seen enough Maya Rudolph At in all. this. I mean, we're getting great lines. We're getting great references. My new band name is going to be Butthole Spiders because <laughs> that's just yeah. amazing. Yeah, because sometimes they get tired. Yeah, the worst part is the spire. The spiders get bored. They're it's bored. like, you know, Torture 2.0. You don't want mm-hmm. bored butt spiders. Uh, but... Everything would be better if my Rudolph wasn't it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I that's just, like in life. In life. Just a given. <laughs> just a given. Everything is better with Maya Rudolph. Even though every time I see the judge now, I want a burrito because yes. all I think is yes. the epic burrito. <laughs> yes. Do you remember like her sauce? Do you, do you guys remember what the sauce was she put on her burrito? What was it? It was Envy. Oh, or the concept of NBS. Yeah. Everything a little bit of spice. Look yes, at you. Yes. Oh, right? I just watched it. Okay. <laughs> you know what's funny, though, is talking about Demon Con and the parallels with Comic Con. I went to their big interactive thing that they had at Comic Con. They had the interdimensional whole pancakes where you could go and eat. Oh, wow. in the inter- and then they would have like a freak out where somebody looks at the time knife and then everything like goes all flashy. No and they're like, way. time knife. It was really cool. The only thing that upset me, though, they did not have the judge's burrito as an option. Oh. And I was like, what a missed opportunity. That yeah. is a missed opportunity. You can get a burger, but not the judge's burrito? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's just for the judge. Maybe, maybe. that's It's like... Yeah, but still. They were like, no yeah. judgments. That's why. <laughs> we're like, no burritos, because we're a judge-free zone. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's going to oh, be man. my new reference whenever I say that I'm not judging, is I'm just going to be like, no burritos. No and burritos. only you guys will get it. And it'll be our thing. Like, I love you, girl. Not a girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we'll know. That's how we'll know. That's yes, the code. Okay? That is the code. All clear. <laughs> so, because we go through this whole thing, too, with the demons being blown up, and Jason finally doing the right thing by blowing something up. This whole time, Michael has been like, don't blow anything up, don't blow anything up. And he pulls out this de- demon exploder. Yeah. Which I love Sean's like, at least try to make it sound like a real thing. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, bye, Vicky. Yeah. Um, did you guys think that it was an intentional thing that they had both Tahani and Jason in their different environments being celebrated for the thing that they is like their typical thing that they do, whether it's planning a party or blowing something up, where in other oh. circumstances aren't the best thing that, you know, aren't really mm-hmm. what they should be investing their time in, now being the thing that is what's helping everybody and is the most celebrated. Yeah, it's I think it's really great because it, it does prove a point that everybody has skills that are valuable in the right situation. So, like, whatever it is you know how to do, like, maybe here it failed, here it failed, here it failed, but that situation's going to come up where you'll be like, I am so glad I know how Mm -hmm. to make a Molotov cocktail. Yes. (laughs) Or whatever. It could have been anything he was going to say. A Molotov anything. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah. No, I like the comparison you made because I didn't think of it that way, but you're Mm -hmm. right. Um, They were celebrating what they've been told to stay away from in the past. Um... People have been saying in the comments though that why didn't they blow why didn't they blow up Sean? That is yeah. one thing that I'm like they really it's they should have blown up Sean because that would have made everything a lot easier. At the same time though, I wonder if the reason they didn't is because Sean and Michael are kind of the two key players that the judge has in place. It's almost like they're the coaches. Like, as Tiani yeah. says, insert me, coach man. Like, if, <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, like, awesome. if they're the put-me-in coach, like, if they're going to be there for both teams to be feasible and to be a viable competition, uh-huh. both coaches need to be present. You can't take out the other team's coach. But Michael's not thinking that way. That's the, the writers are thinking that way, right? 
No, I think that it is Michael because it's okay. like because he doesn't want to want to sabotage the experiment because right. it's these are the rules of the experiment. Okay. You know, I think the writers are thinking, look, Mark is amazing and we need more of him in totally. this as Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think absolutely. Michael is thinking, we don't want to do anything that's going to ruin the experiment because I've already said if anything goes awry, they're going to reset and start over. Right. So if they blow up Sean, that could be a situation where the judge is like, okay, well, we have to start over. Yeah. And since the whole thing is they're trying to avoid that, I feel like that's the only... Yeah, because so like, it takes them, what, like a, a few months to regenerate once yeah. they're goo. So say there's an issue, right? The judge shows up, but now, like, you know, our main guy in the bad place is goo. He can't, mm-hmm. you know, we can't talk to him. The judge can't mm-hmm. make a judgment because it's now like, well, Michael, you blew him up. That's yeah. fair. And then okay. they would have to wait several months for him to put himself back together and then start over. And it's yeah. like, this is the last season. We don't have time to start we over. We don't have guys. time to start yeah. over. <laughs> no time, guys. No time. Moving We can't forward. keep rebooting. Uh, I do have to say, one of my favorite moments of the whole episode, though, was Jason getting the real news that, yes, Blake Bortles was actually cut <laughs> mm-hmm. from the Jaguars. This was not... Not yeah. a bad Janet lie, and I'm so sorry. He's been replaced by Nick Foles, and his response is... He's the international foals of pancakes. Oh. Hey. Okay. Okay. Take that, Lake Pun. <laughs> Great way to end the episode, though, I thought. I thought yeah. so, too. I thought it was just a really, really solid ending. Before we dive into some of our news, our special segment, and our predictions, do you have any last thoughts on the episode? Last thoughts. Overall, I think that this was a really fun episode because we got to see the bad place at the, as well as the good place. Well, the fake good place anyway. So now I'm excited to see kind of the real good place in comparison to all of this. But this was a really nice insight into everything and connecting yeah. random dots and stuff. So mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. I, I'm glad we got good Janet back. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. And then uh, we got Carrie Lou who was like, why don't they start over because the bad place already picked their worst folks which is not a bad point, because, like, who else do they have left than their roster? So, mm. moving forward, if we do end up talking to the judge because things got awry, I'm not mad but at But they're restart. saying now yeah. the reason they didn't want to restart is because now they have a good grip on who they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they feel like it's actually kind of an advantage for yeah. them. So... I don't know. I mean, if I was Eleanor, I'd be like, restart and put me with Chidi. I don't want to do this. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, yeah. Whatever. It's like, at that point, then there's no more drama and there's yes. no more show. But yeah. fine, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes, I'm just glad we have good Janet back. I am yeah, too. I too. love it. And shout out to Darcy Carton because she cause kills it as both uh, bad Janet time, and good time. Janet. <laughs> She's Sexy like, sister ew. aunt. <laughs> and she kills it as... Good, bad Janet pretending to be good Janet. Yes, all of them. Yeah. And as all of the other characters as we see. Everybody yeah. on the show is fantastic. It's ridiculous. They really uh, are. Which actually brings us into a little bit of our news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Awesome. So, speaking of Darcy Carden, she's our, our first bit of news today, uh, or earlier this week. Uh, she was on the Kelly Clarkson show, oh. as you can see here. Uh, she had told Kelly Clarkson that she's a, a longtime fan. She once saw her backstage 
uh, but didn't say hi because she was starstruck. Oh, it was so, like, so great so to see cute. that she gets to be on her show. You know what's funny about that, too? The Kelly Clarkson show actually films on a soundstage that's maybe a uh, hundred feet from, not that, it's, it's on the same lot as where they filmed The Good Place. Nice. On the Universal lot. Oh, so they're like, they still have the sets up from The Good Place, even though they're not filming anymore. So Darcy went to where they were filming oh, to then go be yes. a guest on Kelly's show. Oh yeah, well, oh. Kelly did ask her, how did you feel when you knew this was going to be the last season? She said she was bummed, sad, mad, and depressed. But once Michael Shore explained the plan, she understood why it needed to wrap up there. Uh, they also talked about how, you know, we know Darcy Carden's also on Barry, yes! uh, which is a fabulous show if you guys haven't seen that yet. Okay. I didn't know that she used to babysit for Bill Hader, yeah! so they're actually really good friends. They've known each other for a really long time, and he says that he cries over her out of pride. Oh, isn't that great? That. Yeah, yeah, she was his nanny for years yeah. and years, which is and when oh, he, and when she went to go audition for this, she like she was hesitant to audition because she didn't want have want to have him have to tell her she didn't get it. Oh, yeah. She's like, do we cross this line? But he's yeah. like, do it, do it. Of course, he's like, it's his show. So I think yeah, he probably yeah. felt pretty strongly that she was going like to make it. I feel like if you don't pick your nanny when she's also one of the best actresses that we've seen yes. on TV, oh it's my like, God. that's just in the stop. Totally. Yeah. Uh, she also talked about uh, her tattoo that she has in honor of her dog. This is her dog, Aww. Penny. And on her wrist, she has a, a scent sign because she's a Penny. Oh my God, that's adorable. It's so cute, so cute. And then um, speaking of Kelly Clarkson, Jamila Jamil uh, posted a tweet about Kelly Clarkson saying, sometimes I just sit and think about how happy I am for Kelly Clarkson and all of her endless successes in the face of so much testing and trolling. She just keeps winning, rising, thriving. It's just nice. I like I her. I love that. Isn't that great? So I nice. love that. And then, oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, yeah. So this week... Um, the new show, The Misery Index, started on TBS. So uh, the Chicago Tribune, Tribune interviewed Jamila Jamil, asked her about like what are what's a miserable time she had. So we know that uh, this is her first acting role. So she spends a lot of time with Ted Danson getting advice. So he was like, "Oh, you want like you, maybe you should try cardio." So she did cardio. Uh, ended up like when she first started running. Uh, leaning on a tree before she was crossing a street, bees attacked her. Oh my god! She. This is like back in season one. Bees attacked her. She started running down the street. Uh, this is like in Hollywood. So she saw a restaurant of oh. people sitting outside who were smoking. She ran into the group of people smoking because she knew that bees don't like smoke. And she said that's exactly why she's going to the bad place. So, oh my goodness! Like what a story. So I love that they pass by the big poster of bees tonight, and then that's our yes. <laughs> News. Yes, so definitely check out the Misery Index. It started this week, October 22nd on TBS. Yes, and again, uh, Kirby Howell Baptiste. I yes. meant to say her last name as well. Mm -hmm. Shout out to her. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, and then we also have our special segment that we like to call For Your Reference, mm -hmm. yes. uh, where we point out some of our favorite production design and reference things that are in the background. And there were two new stores that we saw this mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. One of them was 
crueler intentions. <laughs> so, so uh, like a crueler is like a yeah. pastry, right? Yeah. Crueler, yeah, yeah, the crueler intentions, like crueler. So I think that's nice. hilarious. Yes, I love I like it. That. Um, and also the Ponzu scheme. Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed yes. that one. But Tahani didn't name drop anyone did at she? all. I couldn't I was, believe it, it. Yeah, nobody. She and, had like a veiled reference yes. when she was like in like one her of his le- her Godfather and mm-hmm. one of his yeah. lesser. Uh, received lines. Yes. No name. But I think this no is the first time. Mm-hmm. But John said Keanu and Sandra Bullock. Oh, he did mention that. Okay. So oh. John said two names, but but our girl because the lake house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And that would have been the perfect time for Tahani to name drop too, as mm-hmm. he's listing. And I love the Sarah Michelle Geller line or Sarah Michelle Gellar is an amazing cook because she cries in her food and I'm like I would eat that (laughs) like Buffy salt I'm all about it like I'd be like yes Uh, (laughs) but before we get out of here let's also talk about some of our predictions your after buzz TV predictions I always want to know what you have to say because it's so good She's oh, always on it. I'm like, you are like our oracle. No, please like, don't say that. I would like look forward to it all week. I'm like, girl, what? I know. We're like, okay, Magic 8-Ball, tell us. You guys, I don't have anything big this week, though, so <laughs> I hate to disappoint. But I know. Um, yeah, I'm just really hoping to see some of the judge next week. Uh, I, It's going to be interesting to see what the bad place does because now they don't have an entry into the good place. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to kind of see some of that, some of them trying to break through a little bit. Um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's it. Do you guys think, think we're going to ever see Vicky again? In because like Tia Sakar is like such an amazing actress too. Yeah. And I know she's really busy right now because she um, is, she's an amazing voiceover actress for mm-hmm. Star Wars Rebels mm-hmm. as well. So she's busy. So she's really busy. So I'm like, is this, Maybe towards the end, because it takes time. I'd be sad if we don't ever see Vicky again. I I hope that wasn't her farewell scene. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be happy if she came back, even for a scene towards the end. Mm -hmm. And Glenn. I liked Mm -hmm. him. He's funny. Like, in a weird way. I do love Glenn. I do love Glenn. I feel like we'll see Glenn more than we'll see... Vicky. Vicky, because he was blown up sooner. True. Mm -hmm. That is true. I don't know. Do you it think just in, was... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, do you think in the end Sean's going to get blown up? I don't know. I feel like no. Just okay. because I don't think... I feel like they've done all of their demon blowing up. I feel like they've shown that device. They've used it. I don't Moving think they're going to go back. Yeah, because okay. it's too easy of a thing, I think, at this point. Yeah, I think it is. That's too easy. My my prediction is that we're now going to get some resistance from our residents that we haven't dealt with too much and trying to get them mm-hmm. to help each other. And we're going to have, I think, a little uprising within the demons who are now thinking of like, oh, we were doing this because of the moral balance. And if that's right, that's happening. Uprising. I like that. I like that idea that basically Michael's speech is going to carry more weight in the Mm -hmm. bad place than we had initially thought, especially because we saw that he was, as the title is, employee of the bear me. Mm-hmm. So he is somebody who has been respected that they have believed and have trusted for all of this time. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, a really I good point. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head, honestly. Boom. Well, yeah. let us know what you guys think in the comments below. And, of course, be sure to keep up with us on social media. Where can everybody keep up with you guys? You can find me all over the internet at Mary Lou Mandel. You can find me all over the internet at I am Bolly Girl. That's B-O-L-L-Y Girl. 
And you can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at Elena J. Jordan. And you can find me every week on NBA Worldwide interviewing your favorite celebrities. And you'll find us all here next week talking about the good place. We'll see you guys then. See you then. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 